For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh, my gosh, it's over. Windy City Assassin does it again. Well, the Bulls' winning streak came to an end this week, but they bounced back in a big way. However, there is a really tough stretch of basketball coming up over the next two weeks. Going to break it all down for you right here on a new episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. So great to be back with you here. Yes, we're now into 2022 in full force. The Bulls' winning streak stopped at 9. Still, plenty of good things in that Detroit game. I mean, how could you find anything really bad? in that Detroit game, considering the final score. We're going to talk about it. Before we get to anything else, though, I want to tell you about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline wants to wish everybody a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the NFL playoffs and beyond. BetOnline is the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year, so they've got a new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today with our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, that'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They've got football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC. College football is done. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. We've got college basketball in full force. You can bet on all of it at betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Bulls. That was a tough showing in Dallas the other day. The Bulls at one point had a 10-point lead, ended up losing 113-99 to Luka Doncic. Well, I guess the Mavericks helped out too, but Luka had a huge night. 22 points, 14 rebounds, 14 assists. That's just an average night in the NBA for Luka Doncic. That ended the winning streak at 9. was wondering, how are the Bulls going to come back from this? They don't have Alex Caruso. They're still kind of getting pieces back together after the COVID pauses and whatnot. Well, they played against what Joe Cowley at the Sun-Times called a bum-ass team in the Detroit Pistons. And the reason he said that, they didn't have Jeremy Grant, who is by far their best player. So you had... Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bey, and everybody else. They didn't do 
the part because the Bulls won 133-87. to That's not a typo. 133-87 to was the final score. And you know the craziest part about that score? You hear a number like that from the Bulls, 133 points in a game. You think that Zach Levine had a big night, right? He had 10 points. Imagine saying that the last two years. The Bulls scored 130 points, and Zach Levine had 10. That doesn't happen, and that shows you how this team has evolved. And nobody in this game for the Bulls played more than 30 minutes. DeMar DeRozan had 29 minutes. No one played 30 minutes, which is huge. I cannot express how big that is going into the stretch of basketball. That is coming up over the next couple weeks. An even more impressive stat from this game, Detroit scored 14 points in that third quarter on Tuesday night. Nikola Vucevic outscored the Pistons in the third quarter. Isn't that crazy? Vuce in the third quarter had 16 points. The Pistons as a team scored 14. What what else can you say? A really, really good showing. It's a great bounce-back game from the Bulls as well, especially, you know, you lose the winning streak, the winning streak, and you get a tough stretch coming up. This could have had trap game written all over it. But again, as Joe Kelly said, it was a bum-ass team. They didn't have anybody. They came out firing. And one player I want to single out, once again, I'm singling him out because he's just performed so, so well this year. We need to appreciate Ayo Desumu. I know it seems like Bulls Twitter appreciates him. It seems like he gets the loudest ovations in the United Center. There needs to be more buzz from like the national types watching these teams because the local guys give Io the attention. He needs more buzz around the league with what he's doing. He had 10 points, the same amount of points Zach Levine had against the Pistons, but the way he made his impact was on defense. He was stuck to Cade Cunningham, and he did work. Cade had 8 points, 3 of 11 shooting, and Io just shut him down in the second quarter. It was phenomenal. That's the most underrated part of this game. It's how he was at Illinois, too. At Illinois, everyone knew Io could score, he could pass, he could do a little bit of everything on offense. He was a great leader, too. What got overlooked is that he is a very great defender. He is really, really good, and it's coming at a good time. The Bulls have not had Alex Caruso for a long while now. He had the foot injury, then he went into COVID protocols. He's still in COVID protocols. I'll have an update on that in just a little bit. But without Alex Caruso out there, they didn't have Lonzo for a while. Now they've got Lonzo back. You've got two really good defenders in Lonzo and Io. And NBA Central put out their rookie rankings this morning, Wednesday morning, and Io came in tied for 10th while Cade Cunningham was like number two, which that's just downright disrespectful. I mean, he's doing work. I understand he was a second round pick and people thought the Bulls should have taken someone else. They didn't. They went with Io. He's made the most of his opportunity and that's what you have to ask for out of these rookies. Kobe White had the injury. Io came in in that spot. Lonzo and Caruso were in COVID protocols. Io came in in that spot. Now, once Caruso comes back, Billy Donovan has some questions he has to answer. Does he keep playing Io with Kobe White, or are Io's minutes going to get cut down a little bit because you're going to get your best defensive player back? I imagine his minutes are going to take a little bit of a cut. But still, putting Io out there with Kobe White, and even if you stick with a small lineup, you could feasibly put Kobe, Caruso, and Io on the court together. That would be a fantastic defensive lineup, at least from a backcourt standpoint. The defense would be really good. I still think going into the trade deadline, which is coming up next month, I still think the Bulls need to get a big guy. I really was hoping they'd make a run at Boogie Cousins, who ended up signing with 
the Denver Nuggets. So I would have liked them to make a run at Boogie, but they didn't. So now you've got to go out there. Go get a rim protector. That's where you miss Patrick Williams, I understand. Patrick Williams on the offensive end, he didn't develop fast last year. That's okay. He was a project. He still is a project. He's a phenomenal defender. Someone put video up of him guarding Jeremy Grant last year and watching him just stay with Jeremy Grant the entire time and force the passes and force the missed shots. You miss Patrick Williams as a rim protector. And I don't know, based on Arturis Karnaschovas' interview with Molly and Haw on 670 to score this week, I'm not sure Patrick Williams is coming back this year. So with that in mind, you're going to need to go get another rim protector because you knew that with Vooch. Once you traded for Nikola Vucevic, you knew he was a bit of a defensive liability. He's not a great rim protector. But again, you had Patrick Williams at the time. You don't have him now. So I don't have a name. I still ha- I still don't have a name. I've talked about this now the last two weeks. I really need to get you a name on this. I don't have one in mind. I don't have a trade package in mind. But if you're AKME, Arturus Conner Show with Mark Eversley, you need to think about getting a rim protector. But your backcourt defense is looking really good once Caruso comes back. Between Caruso, I think Kobe White's a better defender than he gets credit for, and Io DeSumo. Add in Lonzo Ball with the starting lineup. That's a really good defensive lineup for me. And you could feasibly, there is a scenario, I guess, if Billy Donovan wants to get weird and creative, those four can all be on the court at the same time. You can drop Caruso to the four. He's done it before this year. That could happen. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But still, the defense from a backcourt standpoint looks pretty good because you have a guy like Iota Sumu who's stepping up. That's going to be important coming into this tough stretch of basketball the Bulls have coming up. They have some really, really big matchups coming up over the next couple weeks. Tonight, Wednesday night, they have the Brooklyn Nets, who are 25-14. and 14. Friday, they've got the Warriors, who just got Klay Thompson back. They're 30-10. and 10. The Boston Celtics on Saturday, that's the second half of a back-to-back, by the way. Celtics are 20-21, and 21, but they still got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, so I'm never going to count out the Celtics. The Memphis Grizzlies on Monday with John Morant, who, if you didn't see the block he had the other night where his elbows were at the rim, Go find the highlight, because that was one of the more impressive things I've ever seen. 29-14 is the Memphis Grizzlies record. That's coming up Monday. A week from today, next Wednesday the 19th, the Bulls had the Cavaliers, 23-18. and Cavs are starting to come back down to earth a little bit. I feel like I told you that was going to happen. Oh, wait, I did tell you that was going to happen. 23-18, and the Cavs, they're still dangerous. They're a big team. The Bulls are a small team. Then the Milwaukee Bucks round out this tough stretch next Friday, January 21st. They are 26-17. and 17. After that, you've got the Magic and a couple easier games that'll kind of lighten the load. This is where you're going to see what this Bulls team is made of, and this is where you're really going to miss Alex Caruso. KD, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. I didn't mention that with the Nets. That is a home game for the Bulls, which means Kyrie Irving is going to play. At least he's expected to play tonight, Wednesday night, because he can't play at the Barclays Center because of New York's vaccine mandate but he can play at visiting arenas, and I know Chicago has a vaccine mandate as well. There is something in that mandate that says if you're an out-of-town employee, you do not have to provide proof of vaccination in order to go into buildings. So Kyrie is technically a visiting employee or an out-of-town employee. Therefore, he can play at the United Center Wednesday night. So you have to beat a really good big three on your home court without your best defender. That's where it's important that nobody on the Bulls played 30 minutes against Detroit last night. This is the second half of back-to-back, too. You're going to have some tired legs. Seeing nobody play 30 minutes is huge. And again, the most minutes from last night's game against Detroit, DeMar DeRozan played 29 minutes. He started the fourth quarter for some reason. I did not see that coming at all. 
I'm sorry, he played 27 minutes. Zach Levine played 29 minutes. Nikola Vucevic, 27. Lonzo Ball, Io DeSumo, 27. Troy Brown Jr., 25. Kobe White, 23. So a lot of guys played 20-plus minutes, but nobody reached that 30 mark. Therefore, those legs are going to be fresher than you can probably expect them to be, and hopefully that makes a difference against a team like the Brooklyn Nets, which that is a dangerous team. They can beat you in multiple different ways. They did a breakdown on SportsCenter last week in Kyrie's first game back. The way he plays the game. He can see the game slower than it is. He can make those types of plays that the Nets have needed all year. That's why the Nets were struggling when they had just KD and Harden because you could focus on one of those two guys. If you focus on Kyrie, you're taking a defender away from two of the better players in the NBA, including Kevin Durant, who I think is the best player in the game right now. I think it's going to be a really, really tough matchup. According to Bet Online, the spread for this game tonight, so I, I like doing this even if you're not going to bet it. I know I'm not going to make a pick in this game, I'm, and I'm not going to touch the spread. But we're going to see what Vegas is saying about this game tonight. At the United Center, the Nets are point-and-a-half underdogs, so the Bulls are point-and-a-half favorites over Brooklyn, which surprises me. That is really surprising that the Bulls are favored tonight. That's something to watch going forward. I use that to just kind of, it kind of gives you an idea of what the expectations are. The fact that the Bulls are favored, that's that shows you the respect the Bulls are getting, I guess. But you're going to need big nights from DeRozan. You're going to need a big night from Levine. You're going to need a big night from Vucevic. If you, and Lonzo Ball, too. If you can get those four to have average nights, DeMar can have 25 points. He can roll out of bed and score 25 points. Zach, if he can make threes, you're in good shape. If Lonzo can distribute and chip, chip in a couple of threes and Vucevic can be down low, getting rebounds and getting some of those second chance points, that's going to be huge as well. So this game tonight, first place versus second place in the Eastern Conference, first place Bulls, second place Nets on ESPN. It's getting the national television treatment. I'm going to be glued to my TV, I can tell you that, just to see how this goes. Before we wrap up, I promised an update on Alex Caruso. He is out against Brooklyn. He is still in the COVID protocols. That's according to KC Johnson. And we got an update from Billy Donovan last night after the Pistons game. Rob Schaefer, friend of the show, friend of mine, he wrote on Twitter that Billy Donovan talked a little bit about Caruso. Uh, here's the tweet. Alex Caruso's cycling numbers are moving in the right direction, but he still hasn't cleared protocols per Billy Donovan. Once Caruso is cleared, the team will gauge how much conditioning ramp up he needs. Caruso only had mild symptoms, but the Bulls are entering a four-game and five-night stretch. So it doesn't bode well that the Bulls are going to get Caruso back immediately. It's going to take a little bit of time because, remember, he's coming off the foot injury too, so he's got the double whammy here. That could make an impact going forward as well. That is something to monitor as the Bulls go through this stretch. Let me run you through this schedule one more time. Brooklyn Nets tonight, Wednesday night at the United Center. The Warriors, Friday. The Warriors just got Klay Thompson back, so that's another weapon that the that the Warriors have, and that was an impressive performance he put on the other night. That's Friday at home. Then they go to Boston for the second half of a back-to-back on Saturday. Boston struggling this year, but again, I don't count out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Memphis on Monday in Memphis. Cleveland on Wednesday at home. Milwaukee on Friday in Milwaukee, and then the schedule lightens up a little bit with Orlando, Oklahoma City, Toronto, and San Antonio. This is a rough stretch. We're going to see what the Bulls are made of without Alex Caruso, one of their biggest glue guys. We're going to see what happens. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag. Thank you for joining me here on the Believe Podcast Network once again. We're going to keep you posted on Alex Caruso. We're going to have some trade deadline talk coming up as well, and a lot more fun 
along the way as the season goes on. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, get the vaccine when you can. Remember, the Bulls are in first place in the Eastern Conference, 27-11. and 11. It's going to be a lot of fun going forward, and we're going to see if they can keep this up and stay in that top four like I predicted going forward. Have an awesome week, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.